0: This is Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood. I hope you enjoy this program and to sustain us, we need your help. Please go to our website, loe.org, or call right now 617 629 3638 Thank you. It's Living on Earth. I'm Bruce Gellerman. These days there's not much talk in DC about CC. That would be climate change. And you don't hear much about EE either. That would be energy efficiency. It seems the issues are just too hot to handle for a polarized Congress. But there is one bill, introduced in the Senate last year, that takes on climate-changing emissions and energy efficiency. It's the Energy Savings and Industrial Competitiveness Act, authored by New Hampshire Democrat Gene Shaheen and Ohio Republican Rob Portman. The bill has strong bipartisan backing, but it's stalled in the Senate, The American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy recently issued a white paper diving deep into the details of the bill. Suzanne Watson is the AC E's policy director
1: many times when you say energy efficiency, people think about putting on a sweater or turning the heat down or turning off lights or basically doing without. And in fact, what we mean when we say energy efficiency and what this legislation gets at is really using essentially the same amount of light, the same appliances, the same comfort of living, but using less energy to do it.
0: Well, let's look at specifics. I'm looking at the bill, and the first big chunk of money goes to building energy codes. You want to Basically, set standards so that states can follow those. Is that right? That's correct, yes.
1: We essentially want to create a minimum standard, if you will. We want a standard that is going to be something that we know lots of other states are already doing, lots of other localities are already doing. So, what we're trying to do is really gain ground on uh, areas that just aren't doing as much as as others have proved can be done, and therefore create and build uh, more energy efficient
0: buildings. So overall, what would this bill save if it would pass? as it exists right now?
1: The annual savings on the Shaheen-Portman bill by 2020 would be $4 billion, uh, annual consumer savings. By 2030, it would be $20 billion. That's every year, that amount. And what's the cost of the bill? The, the bill, as we've determined it from our analysis, is about $600 million over 18 years. So looking from 2012 through to 2030, we're looking at about a $600 million bill to the taxpayers, to the federal government.
0: There are two provisions in this bill that would make buildings more efficient um, and businesses more efficient. Both of those are loan programs that are federally subsidized. Basically, the federal government loans the money out at zero and businesses get to use that. Is that my understanding of it? Is correct? Yeah, that's true. So let's say I'm a company and I've got a business. I want to retrofit my uh, building. I get money from the federal government. They guarantee the loan and I get to do the project.
1: That's right. That's right. And then you get to pay it back in the savings that you secure from the project after it's finished
0: businesses are in the business of being more efficient. Why do they need these carrots from the federal government to do that? Why don't they just become more efficient and therefore they get to save the money?
1: Well, I mean, if you had a building downtown right now and you had a furnace in that building and that furnace had been in operation for 20-plus years, they can go for 40, 50 years. What would be an incentive to change that furnace out for a more efficient furnace except a rebate program or some sort of a sweetener that essentially says, maybe there's 10-year life on that furnace, but here, small sort of down payment, if you will, for you to change that furnace out today instead of 10 years from now?
0: So there's a big bank for the buck. What about um, carbon emission reductions? Have you calculated those?
1: Yes, we have. For if you want to go back to 2020, we're looking at 29 million metric tons of avoided CO2 emissions by 2020, and then by 2030, we are seeing 108 uh, annual emissions avoided, uh, million metric tons annually avoided of, of CO2 emissions.
0: So I I wouldn't know a metric ton of carbon if I met it. So put it in the context I can understand it.
1: If you were to implement Shaheen Portman by 2030, you would essentially remove 75% of the, the energy use that the state of Tennessee uses every year.
0: What happens now? I mean, the bill was introduced last year, got out of committee, but it went no place else. Does it have life after the Senate last year?
1: Uh, we definitely in the in the um, community i guess i 'll say certainly feel that it does it 's certainly gained a lot of momentum in just the last month when we 've had the likes of um, a National Association of Manufacturers sign on to support this bill and actually begin to work messaging to the Congress that this is important to them. We also have the United States Chamber of Commerce, which has businesses across the entire country has signed on to support this bill. We have environmental organizations such as uh, Sierra Club and others that are signed on to this legislation and, and want to see it happen. So there's a very strong momentum that's built now, and I think this could carry this particular piece of
0: legislation through. So this bill last year passed out of the Energy and Natural Resources Committee 18 to 3, What's holding it up now?
1: There have been other issues that have taken precedent in the Congress, things like financial markets and financial reform. And the Shaheen-Portman bill, which has such strong support, does have the potential to to attract uh, amendments that could be problematic. It could include some things that would prevent EPA from in, from enforcing some of the Clean Air Act. Um, it could also repeal the lighting standards that went into play the first of this year, which U.S. manufacturers have retooled factories to create. So there are a number of reasons, but we are now seeing, as I said earlier, some good momentum building in terms of bringing this to the floor soon. There's a lot of negotiation that has to go on, a lot of give and take, and again, a very political year. So it isn't an easy process. Um, It's going to be a matter of how much I think folks want to see good energy policy pass before the election. Ms. Watson, thanks a lot. Thank you, Bruce. I really appreciate this opportunity.
0: Suzanne Watson is Policy Director for the American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy.